back again. Dang, I, I said I was going to stop saying back. that. We, we back. We're always we're back. back. Yeah. We're never just we're here. Just we're, here. we're just back. here. We're just here at this point. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So let's just get down to it, dude. March 5th, Saturday, March 5th, UFC 272. Headliner is Colby Covington versus Jorge Masvidal. Woo! It's, yeah, no title it's, on the line. Um, former friends, now turn rivals. Um, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Well, We're definitely gonna... that it not being a non-title fight, that's one of the first things that like pops out. Because we haven't had non-title fights uh since conor mcgregor so we're pretty much they're expecting that level that this guy's rivalry will compare to mcgregor's level uh i don't know if it was a wild card on them to try to do that but um they they did it no title no anything just two guys and some rivalry that they have for some reason for a long time they've been milking this shit for years now so it didn't surprise me that they did it this was yeah, there's a lot of things we can discuss on this, but the only thing is, if this was done on purpose, if they knew at some point early in their career, hey, bro, the only way we're going to make this is if we separate, we build some animosity, and we milk the crap out of this. Now, it, they just got lucky in that they both fought for the title, they both came out of this, and I don't think, even if this was planned, they were expecting a main event UFC card. Like, they were... they're the title the, for UFC event. Like I wouldn't even expect that. That, yeah. if that was, that would be crazy though. Yeah. So two fans will be previewing everything UFC 272. Cause as always, we're excited for it. Caesar and I will be buying it. You know, what else is new? Loyal fans over here. Um, and yeah, we'll probably talk about some other outside of 272 stuff afterwards but let's start with this main event previewing this main event um like you said caesar to re- respond to what you said as far as if it's manufactured yeah, i started, off, I started not, off hot my bad yeah, i'm sorry i started it, off hot it, if it's manufactured or not i yeah. think mma uh mma on point actually did a video like 12 to 15 minute video on like going through the history of everything. And also I've been listening to all of Colby, Colby's interviews this past week, Jorge's interviews this past week. Cause they've been saying, honestly, I kind of feel bad for them. Cause like, I feel like Masvidal has been saying the same story. Like every single time he's just like, every time they ask him, he's like, yeah, he stole, he, he didn't pay my coach. Da, 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 da. So MMA on point did a whole video, whether it was manufactured or not. And the main thing they got to in conclusion was there, there's no way like there's no way to where it is today. Like it could have been manufactured years and years and years ago. And one of the main points was that wouldn't their stories be straight? Like wouldn't they get their story straight? Like wouldn't they make some dramatic like, bam, that's the moment that all this went downhill Something more, I mean, I know uh, Masvidal claiming that Kobe didn't pay his coach. Yeah. It's kind of like, damn, that's fucked up. But if you were manufacturing something, making up a story, I think there would be more of a dramatic, like, oh, fuck, he did that? Like, damn, that's fucked up. And the thing is, one, they don't have that. Two, they both have differing, differing opinions on when 
things went downhill because Colby, if you listen to his interviews, he said it all started after the Damian Maya fight. And it's because uh, Masvidal was jealous of Covington's success. And so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think My, it's definitely real. Yeah, yeah. So that's looking at the same information. I see it differently. I see it as it all started after the Maya fight. And even they say that's when he realized that being the heel works by being the villain. You need, you know, you need storylines. That's when this whole persona was created. That's when everything changed. And I don't think maybe they were, you know, buddy, buddy. And they were like, Hey bro, we should get mad at each other. And then, you know, maybe we'll sell it. Cause that's such a huge gamble on the relationship. What I do think though, is cause this also all started when they got to the same division before Masvidal was 155. Kevington was always 170. This didn't start until uh, Masvidal went up until they were in the same division. So the only thing I can think of was they started to get rocky. And instead of fixing the relationship, they came to a conclusion. They were like, you know what? It'll be better if we're, we, you know, if we're just uh, like if we got beef, I don't want to fix this. Like you go your way, I'll go my way. We'll, we'll figure this out. We both work for the UFC. Like I do think they knew in their head that eventually they would capitalize rather than fixing it and going that way. I do think in their head, they're like, we're, we can capitalize. Because if you had real, real beef, they wouldn't be where they are. Like, they wouldn't be doing this for the UFC for promotion. This would have already been done. Like, this wouldn't be real. Like, so it, it, at some point, it does have to be fake. At some point, for them to be sitting there, for them to be sitting there day by day, hearing this, all this stuff, like at some point, it is pl uh, planned. Unless we get a Khabib type of thing where, like, after the fight, there's still chaos and they're fighting, then at that point, I'll give it to you, like, oh, bro, this was, like, there's no way you can fake it after that. But if as, at, after the fight, they kind of shake it off, which I'm almost 100% sure they will, um, at least part of this is fake. I do think. They have beef. And even if they didn't, I know they have beef now. Because the way Kobe speaks, you know, just there's, yeah, he's, same thing, my same thing with Conor McGregor. Like, y'all would see it. You can see it in Covington, how he's crossing the line. But y'all couldn't see it in Conor McGregor until it was too late. Until Khabib had to jump out of the cage. Until uh, Conor threw uh, the thing at the bus. Until it's too late, y'all don't see it. But Kobe's the same guy. And I've never liked it in McGregor, and I don't like it now in Covington. Because now Covington thinks it's a joke. He thinks the farther he goes, the better it is. And I honestly think that like, this press conference didn't help that whole perspective. Like the whole perspective of having Mosfet on Covington and a whole line of cops behind them, like that looks tough, and maybe the UFC thought that was some more. But it's kind of sad. Like I'm like, bro, come on. Like this, this is really like, you really need all those cops for these two guys? Like, you just, you just get Nganu and get another heavyweight up there. And, like, these are 170s. Like, they'll, they'll be fine. But, no, he has a whole array of cops. Like, they're capitalized off of this. And they know it's a show. Like, they, it's a, so at some point, and they, they started to realize the game. They started to learn, like, hey, you know, by trash talking Brazil, like, now, they, now everybody's talking about me. Now, you know. It, regardless, uh, there's no such thing as bad publicity. You know, they're still speaking our names. We're still going to make money off of these fights. And uh, Covington at this point is just, I think he's just so far gone. Um, and we get where we're at today. But I think at some point they were beginning to split and they just decided not to fix it. And they were like, it'll be better if we just, you know, keep it this way. And <clears throat> I think eventually it just grew. It, I think it just grew.
I don't think so because from how close it seems they were, you don't you don't just like rift apart and like yeah. oh yeah, yeah, Caesar, we're just we're just gonna you know what? Eventually we'll meet in a fucking battle, you know. Like we're I'm yeah, just gonna we stay were, let's just stay if, intentionally stay mad at you. No, it's like like you're not thinking of that in the moment when it's like this is a dude that I lived with, trained with for so long. We've been so close. Like you, I mean, they showed the videos. UFC literally has a clip of the videos of them together. Like, yeah. You, you if you and me, if you and me, how close we are, if we eventually broke off and if we're in some promotion, I wouldn't go up against you. I'd be like, nah, dude, why am I going to make that dude money? Like, I, I don't want, like, no. The the Dustin response was the correct one. They're like, I'm not going to fight him and let him make millions off of me. Like, if he wants to fight, we will fight in the alley. But I'm never going to put my name and his name in a poster. Because that's, Masvidal knows by doing this, he's giving Covington millions of dollars. Covington isn't even making pay-per-view points because Masvidal is the face of it. So Masvidal knows he's making money off of this. So if this was real, like, I would never want to see, if you, like, messed me up and, like, Mess like cheated or whatever, and if you were talking like really reckless like that, like without my consent, like I'd be like, "Yo, Dana, fuck this!" Like I'm out. If I'm gonna meet up with him, like we'll figure this out. But I, I'm out of this fight. Like oh, that's up. that's real. That's no, not me. But hey, if you're from the streets, I'm, which I'm, they claim to be, I'm not I'm, a professional fighter. I would never be. But that's what I'm saying. Like if it was really, I don't think they would be in that situation. I think they would have separated. I'm on the opposite side. I would do it more for money because why yeah, but I you don't need make... if you're Masvidal, you don't need Covington. You could easily tell Covington, yo, you know what? Fuck you. You're out of this fight. Yo, Dana, I don't want to fight Covington. Give me anybody else. Covington can't do anything about that. Covington without Masvidal is nothing. So but that's he, he's thing. not he's not even getting paper. So it's not like he's even getting pay-per-view points. Exactly. If he's getting pay-per-view points that that's something because you're making money off of me but he's getting his same rate that he would fight anybody else with so that's, yeah. a, that's he's why. not valuable to this and like if there was real beef like if they were ri- like if masvidal really wanted to rip the dude's head off and dana white came up to him like yo you can fight in the ring he's gonna make a bunch of money you can make the you know so much money with or without him like you don't need to give him all of this you know, you'll get to so, fight him. Sure. Like, I definitely see so that worried, side of it. Why are you so worried about the other person? All I know is I'm going to be making a lot of money and I'll get the pay-per-view points. You don't get any pay-per-view points. And mm-hmm. I get to beat your face in on mm-hmm. live TV for everybody to see. Like, I mean, yeah. who cares it, it if could, you're could, making your, your same rate that you always are making? I, I mean, you would make that regardless. But now this is for me to show everybody else because like masvidal has been saying for a while he's like i want to show the kids like they don't have to do this to to make money to get the pay-per-view points to get to get people to watch you you don't have to do this like what colby's doing and so it i think it's just much bigger than oh i'll just like dustin oh i'll just do it man dustin ain't doing nothing bro dustin ain't doing nothing yeah but that's what dustin said is he, I'm the bigger name here. He needs me to give him publicity, <clears throat> to give him the clout. I'm not gonna do it. And even and Masvidal said it too. He was like, "Oh, he's already setting up his his next fight." Um, my thing is just they don't. Masvidal doesn't need him. And in Mas, they really hated each other. Masvidal knows it pretty much what he's giving Covington. And uh, 
I don't think it was, it's, you know, 100% planned. It, I do think they at some point considered it, though. Like, we're going to sell a fight. This is how we're going to sell it. I don't think they ever expected, even if they considered it at some point, that they were going to be the headline of a UFC event. That's wild. Uh, but they're they're there, and it's the first title, the first uh, event without a title. So that's pretty crazy. We'll see. Yeah. If it, uh, um, I'm very interested to see the numbers, because I do think after this press conference, like, it turned me off, man. And that's why at the beginning you said we were going to buy the fights. I'm like, man, honestly, if it's just me home by myself, I'm going to try to find uh, another way. Because at this point, I don't want to give either of them my money. You know, it's just... Uh, and you could see how Covington, like, just switched when he... Like, Masvidal pointed out, like, you're not making any money out of this. Keep announcing. Keep trying to get people to buy pay-per-views. Like, you're not making any money out of this. So Covington fans, at this point, have no reason to pay for the fight. If Covington is not making any money, and it's almost like Mosfet almost put it in a way as tell your fans to give me money, you know, if you want to look at the cynical side of it, like you're paying no matter how many buys you get, you're gonna get the same rate. The more people you get to buy for it, though, it's money for me. So if anything, man, I do think Ed accomplished the opposite of what you would want to accomplish. I think um, one, I'm very disappointed in. Uh... Masvidal's tra- trash talk game it's pretty uh it's pretty weak not gonna lie and I'm not saying Colby why do you, why do you think it's weak why do you think it's weak because he, like if you're gonna trash talk if you're gonna be one of the greats Conor McGregor Chell Sonnen etc etc you gotta let the other guy talk because you can't rebuttal with something smart if nobody can hear what the other guy's saying you know what I mean like Jorge's just like Talking over him like man, 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 you're a bitch, you're a bitch, you're a bitch. Yeah, man, because man, because man, the man. idea is that Jorge is not having a fighting comp- is not having a trash talk competition with this fake Kobe. He just keeps saying like, bro, this isn't the real you. Shut up. Like, stop. You're a bitch. Like, why are you doing this? Stop making fun of people. Like, why? Are, like, and that was just kind of like whole like, why, bro? Like, stop. This isn't you. Like, why are you doing? Like, we all know this isn't you. And so at that point, if you sit there and you argue with Kobe, like. Dude, in Kobe's uh, interviews, like, you can see him almost cracking a smile. Like, he's not, this isn't Kobe. Like, this isn't who he is. Like, that's why he mentioned, and it was very particular. I mean, like, he said that uh, Masvidal family likes him more than they like Masvidal. And yeah, because I think behind closed door, Masvidal, uh, Covington, it's a little, you know, just a little white boy that's nice to everybody. And, you know, he, he grew up in wrestling, which means he was probably bullied as a kid. Uh, so that's, like... He's a nice kid. He's a nice person. Like, he's not this brash party playboy that he put nerves and virgins. <laughs> like, the only reason that was called, that's what he was called. He probably grew up being called that. And I for got that all reason, these like, mamacitas. In- <laughs> yeah, that's not him. Hold on. Here, here's a real question Who's more cringe, Colby or Cejudo? Because I think Colby for me is way more cringe than Cejudo, bro. The thing is, <laughs> Colby said, that boy said, he thought he was so genius. You could tell he came up with it on the top of his head during the press, press conference. He he thinks he's Tony Montana, but he's phony Montana. Yeah, he's phony Montana. Now, right? and I was like, yeah. ha, ha, such a great one. Huh? Yeah, that's the only one where he was like, oh, okay, yeah, okay, you got <laughs> you set that one up. Yeah, no, everything Kobe does just seems fake. It all seems fake, and that's why I don't buy any of it. I don't feel that he's really that angry. And right. even and even Masvidal's argument, it's almost like that 
dumb kid in school that always that had an issue with somebody and you were like why do you no bro i don't know man he just always looking at me weird and man fuck that guy like he doesn't really have a he's that that's my feeling that masvidal gives like he's just looking for something to find to be stirred up about something to be mad about this whole pain the coach i definitely get it i i definitely see where communication could be an issue where they agreed that he was going to pay that but coming to him because he's like, oh, well, it wasn't in a contract. I don't have to pay it. He kind of went off and didn't pay. I definitely get that that could have been real. Not enough to cause them to want to, you know, almost kill each other, which I mean, is essentially what they're, they're at. Okay. So I've watched both of their interviews extensively. Um, their stories obviously differ. But the thing is, it does seem like the way Kobe talks, he, he didn't pay no, he didn't pay because he, he said in the press conference, he, he told he said at the press conference, American top team take takes five yeah, percent. Yeah. And then Mazadol yeah, yeah. was like, oh, well, uh, I forgot the coach's name. The other, yeah, he doesn't get paid by the gym. He's not with ATT. I, ideally, it's the guy's side hustle. And that's what he's saying. He was like, it was a side hustle. It was a handshake. You shook his hand like a man and then you still didn't pay. That's, that's your thing, but, Caesar. That's your yeah, thing. No, no, no. You know, I, I, definitely, I, de I definitely get it. But it's it's all like almost wanting to like he needs something like there wasn't like if there was really like baby mama issues and like coming to like cheated and all then there would be real 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 beef but bro the fact that he's constantly talking about his baby mama, like and up to nine months ago they were still friends like man like it's i definitely see them splitting ways and seeing how it's better for them to keep the animosity high and build it because they, at the end of the day, they're both trying to sell pay-per-view points. And they know how to sell pay-per-views. Covington in the last fight even told Usman, like, hey, man, this is all to make you money. Uh, you know, so they, they know what they're doing. They, exact, they know exactly what they're doing. And but the thing is, Masvidal, the way he tells the story in his interview is that that's where it all began. Like, before he said he was seeing signs in Colby, like, he saw the way Colby treated his family he saw the way you, just little things i guess when you get close to somebody like when you start getting close to somebody you start noticing some cer certain things certain habits and you're just kind of like if he does that to his family yeah what 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 is he gonna do to me kind of yeah. kind of deal and that's and he started noticing that little by little so he said he started distancing distancing himself which would match with Colby, when he said after the Damian Maya fight, he he it started everything started there because he was getting jealous of his success when really it could have been Masvidal like, okay, yeah, I'm starting to see what's going on. I've been seeing some signs before, so I'm gonna distance myself. And then the whole coach thing came up, and so Masvidal was like, yeah, I don't fuck with you anymore. I don't fuck with you. And yeah. then it just kind yeah. of. From there, I think, you should, I think you should still look at it a little bit more on the outside, though, and not take everything again. Only believe of half of what you what they say, like, and just build. If you want to just build your own story and just go with it, my story is always better than whatever they're creating. But well, it, like, we see it every every we know every pay per view is going to sell more when they're fighting at each other, even if there's no argument. Like Davis and Figueredo had nothing against Brand Moreno, but he sat at the price copper. Hey, fuck you, Brand Moreno was like, what the. Why are you doing this? Because they know animosity is going to build the fight. So what am I to expect here when we have the fake is clearly a fake personality in Cummington? This isn't like, I, as soon as he gets home to his, or to his hotel, like he throws off his little MAGA hat. He's like, oh man, all right. That's another day of B 
being Chaos Covington. I, I, like, I can I can see it being more uh, manufactured on Colby's side, but on Masvidal's side, I don't think. Because the thing is, you like I said, they've done various interviews uh, so, yeah, throughout the past couple the weeks. Masvidal, every single one. That's why I don't yeah. even watch Masvidal's interviews anymore because they're on point. Every single point, like it's the same thing. Colby, his shit, depending on who he's talking to or how the question comes up, it's kind of like not all over the place, but it doesn't it doesn't really match point for point, really. Yeah, like yeah. I think when the whole coach thing came up during the press conference in the interview with ESPN, he said he did pay Masvidal's coach. They it just wasn't how much he was expecting because he thought the coach thought Colby made more than what he actually did make for that fight. So in the in the interview, Colby made it seem like he did pay him. It just wasn't the amount he thought it was the coach thought it was going to be. But in a press conference, he made it pretty clear and obvious. He didn't pay him at all. And so that's the thing with Colby. Colby's like, which one is it? Masvidal, everything lines up and has been on point. And I know you you can make the argument that you could rehearse that or or anything, but everything everything lines up. Yep. Yep. And ultimately – I don't want to just go on and on and on about like, oh, Colby, their their little fake beef, not fake beef, because honestly, I I'm just gonna take it as it is. I don't really care if it's fake or not fake. It's not like if at the end it's not fake. I'm like, oh, y'all duped me. I just want to see a good fight. I don't really care. Um, but before we start actually talking about the X's and O's, who who do you believe? Whose story? Who who believe? As far as the two stories that have been told, Colby's side, Mazal's side. Who do you who do you listen to? And you're like, yeah, that sounds a little bit more more real than what this other guy's been saying. Yeah, I don't think either one of them is lying. I think they both see it a little bit different. I think Masvidal saw it like, oh, you shook the hand, which is why I said, oh, you you know, you're a man. And then Covington saw it like, oh, but it wasn't a contract. Like, I, it was like whatever. Like, I do think it was a misunderstanding thing that could have been fixed, but because it – No, but, but then there's, all, there's oh. also the discrepancy yeah. of like yeah. George, Masvidal was like, oh, you were sleeping on my couch. And he's like, no. We're sleeping on whatever her name is, yeah. the wife. Like, yeah, they're ex-wife. both correct. Oh, they're wife. both correct. I do believe that they were married, but George was a <laughs> professional fighter that would hold up a sign that says, you will work for food. So obviously he wasn't paying the bills in that house, but he was married to her. To her. So at the end of the day, it was their house. But it's because she was paying for more. She Jesus. allows. So, but you're, you're, you're trying to pick one when they're both. Correct. Like they both are right in their story. Like they both, everything I've heard matches with both sides of the story. Now, where we're at right now, it you were 100% correct. I do think Cummington is the one faking all of this. And that's why today we saw that Masvidal isn't trash talk. He's almost like done with this. He's like, bro, like, why? Like, why are you doing this? Like, this isn't you. So, yeah, this is all <laughs> Cummington being completely making a. Com- so today, yeah, Covington is completely um, almost exaggerating everything, bringing up so many things that don't need to be discussed. While Masvidal is like, bro, shut up. Shut up. So this week has changed my perspective a lot on like who the winner is because the stories matter. And at the end of the day, are you trying to sell a pay-per-view? Or are you really fighting out there to defend your name? And I think Masvidal is out there like, 
he was like, regardless if this was real or not, up to right now, you've disrespected my family, my kids, my ex-wife. Like, I don't care if we were faking it at this point. I cannot lose to you because the entire world is looking at the mockery that you did of me. And if I, if you beat me, my name as the whatever, as the backyard fighter with Kimbo Slice, like this white boy is now going to come and like your name is, gets tarnished at that point. Covington can easily lose this fight and just be like, hey, bro, I was just trying to sell pay-per-views. Like, you know, it's the game, bro. Like the stories matter. And right now, like because of this whole thing, like my I've always believed like that Covington had the slighter edge. But coming out of this, like it does change. And I think Masvidal has way too much to lose. Like his reputation is on the line as like that brawler. It's because it's because. Colby, we know Colby, it's a shtick, it's fake. Like, we yeah. know all that is just a persona. So, if he loses, it's ultimately like, well, we knew it was fake anyway. So, who cares? But Masvidal is the one where, kind of, we thought you were the street. Jesus, he threw like, hands with Leon Edwards in the back, like three piece in the soda. Like, yeah, that's all him, this so. stuff. You came from this, you have how many professional fights? Like, you're this guy, you fought with Kimbo Slice, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, that definitely Masvidal has way more pre- – he needs to win this fight, essentially. Yeah, yeah, he needs to yeah. win. Colby could do whatever he wants, but Masvidal needs to win this fight. So who do you think is going to actually win this fight, Caesar? Yeah, we're going with straight, like, picking the – all right. Well – because of all of that, I think the stories matter. I think the lead-up matters. And I think it's very hard for you to face your family, your friends, after uh, a, a decision lost. And because of that, I think Masvidal will prefer to get slept than to lose a decision loss. Uh, and I don't see him getting knocked out. So I'm definitely taking Masvidal. I think he's, he's going to pull it off somehow. I'm- it it would make sense too. I mean, the thing is, two fans, when you're watching this fight once it starts, you're gonna tell right away, because Masvidal's been saying like he Kobe doesn't hit hard. I've sparred with him. He doesn't hit hard. Like the power is nothing to worry about. And depending on the way Masvidal comes out and fights, we're gonna see that if Masvidal is very uh you know hesitant i guess you could say then maybe that was bs but if he comes out and he's pretty aggressive taking some hits but not worrying about it it's kind of like that to me i'm gonna see that and be like okay maybe masvidal is winning this because he what he wasn't playing around kobe doesn't have any power but you know who knows i have i'm literally torn and split i do not know what's going to happen and the issue is i thought about it earlier today we've seen these guys fight twice yeah twice each of them fought twice in the past two years twice and masvidal fought usman twice colby fought a washed up t woodley tyron woodley and usman the second time yeah so it's like what we haven't we haven't really seen Masvidal since outside of Us, uh, Usman bout since late 2019 for the BMF belt against Nate Nate Diaz. Covington, 
we haven't seen him fight anybody since before the first Usman fight in yeah. 2019. I for I I can't even remember who he fought. Yeah. Uh, before before Usman. So it's like, dude, we haven't we literally have not seen these guys. Two years, you know how much evolution to your game you can make in two years in MMA? Like that's the thing with me. It's not like guys we've seen fight four or five times the past couple of years. So we and they fought different opponents. They fought the same guy essentially. Yeah. And Usman, who is number one pound for pound. So what can you really take off of that, off of those bouts between both of them? We can have Usman uh, as a ref. Damn, that'd be a fire ref to have Usman. Hey, he in actually there. tweeted hey. uh, a couple hours ago. I will relinquish. I will release my BMF belt for this fight. I was like, he is the proud. He's that proud owner of that <laughs> BMF belt. Yeah, and so no, we haven't seen anything recently or anything to kind of go off so, of. So that's why that's what intrigues me the most. Honestly, is just like. What are these guys gonna look like? What is their fighting gonna look like? Kobe hasn't faced a real like. Let's be real here. Kobe has a nice record in all sixteen and three, but his record, the people he's faced, is kind of like, eh. Let's see. He has two lo- He has two losses to Usman. He beat RDA, which I mean, RDA was lightweight champ, former lightweight champ. I think one fifty five is his true division. But he went up to 170, so he beat an RDA that's truly 155. Uh, Damian Maya, who's past his prime, Tyron Woodley. I mean, Tyron Masvidal Woodley. hasn't really fought. Like at least Ma- Masvidal beat up on Nate Diaz. That yeah. 2019 yeah. year yeah. was yeah. a pretty great year for him. He, he beat up. Then. He beat Darren T- uh, Darren Till. I mean, barely. Whoa, 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 like, whoa, whoa. He knocked him out, but he was getting pieced up the whole fight. Like honestly, man. Like th- if it wasn't for the storyline. Like, I don't see uh, Masvidal winning this fight because everything else has to go to come. Like, Covington didn't get knocked out by Masvidal, by uh, Usman Colt, but Masvidal did. That matters. The the takedown um, matters. And, uh, you know, if he can stop that, you know, that would be huge. But the the wrestling and the cardio of of Covington matters a lot. So if, uh, if Masvidal can show some takedown defense in the first round, and show him that, you know, they can go and throw hands. And maybe at that point, Masvidal can take it. But I haven't seen anything from, again, from either of them. From Covington, yeah, I, I what you mentioned. But from Masvidal, I mean, he fought Askren. That one, we would have seen what he can do. But he got lucky and hit him with a crazy knee and knocked him out in four seconds. So call it whatever, it was luck, you know. Uh, and then from there, he fought, or, or he had also fought Darren Till, which he was getting pieced up the whole fight, and then he got lucky with the little, you know, little his little leg thing, and he caught him, and he got lucky there. And then, you know, then he fought, uh, I don't know, Usman eventually, first round, nothing, second round, and second time around, nothing. Like, I haven't seen much from Masvidal either. Oh, the Diaz one was in the middle, which was the only good thing, because he was teeing off on, Masvidal, on Diaz. But who doesn't? Who doesn't tee off on Diaz? That's what he's made for. His whole thing is, you can hit me as much as you want. Dude, uh, Masvidal just freaking soccer kicked him as he was, Diaz was going down. Like, this was any, come on, bro. Everybody tees off on him. So, I haven't really seen much. I feel like Usman would have demolished Diaz. So, so as far as the the wrestling, the takedown defense and stuff, um, 
Usman even went out himself and said that he was very surprised on how quickly when he took Masvidal down, how quickly he was able to get up because Usman said himself, you know, my wrestling is like, I take pride in control and like, I like to control the other person. So he was very, he said he was very surprised on how easily and well uh, Masvidal was able to get up. So I guess, I mean, I know it doesn't mean everything in the world, but Mean something take to me. Defense. Yeah, takedown mean defense would mean everything. If he can really, for me, the takedown defense is what would give Covington the win, or what like if there's no takedown defense, because if Covington can take him down, bro, if he does that over and over again, that's not gonna look good for a striker, which is George. Like he needs to be able to stand and bang. So if he can hold off a few of those uh, takedowns and then you know throw something back during those, threaten them, then you know we we're gonna have a real fight in our hands. And then at that point, like I give the you know, just striking to Masvidal. But the the takedowns are going to come first. He has to get past that. And the problem when he fought Usman is that, and even he said it, he spent so much time working on the takedown defense that he didn't work as much on the striking. And because of that, he got knocked out cold. Now he's going up against um, someone that... He I, said I, that. No, that's what he said. I know, that's but I don't, I don't really no, Of course, we don't so, buy it. But... Like, you want to take their word for granted. I'm taking their word for granted. I'm taking them word for word. Like, that's... That was their argument. I don't buy it, of course, but that's that was his argument, and it can easily be another argument again. You know, he's he's been so much time working on the takedown defense that he opens himself up to the striking. So I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen, but I don't see Masvidal losing, no matter what happens. I feel like yeah. I guess if I had to make a pick, I'll go with Masvidal too. But I'm pretty pretty intrigued to see what the hell is gonna happen on this one. As far as the co-main event of 272, a lot of drama there. Um, originally supposed to be RDA versus Fazeev. Fazeev got caught COVID, of course. And so we were under the pressure. Even- Even Dana White. And I love it because Dana White said, I went to sleep thinking that Islam RDA was a done deal. Woke up, found out he pulled out. So since he pulled out, I'm going to reschedule him versus Benil Dariush. And I'm just like, yeah. thank you, Dana White. Savage, bro. Fucking yeah. savage. Like, I, I just don't know what went into it if Islam was actually legit about taking that fight and maybe it was like his management like ali probably stepped in like no dude you're not taking this fight oh yeah yeah and if he was rda called it and islam pulled out and i was about to get a lot of i was about to islam was about to have my respect and then he pulled out he if you're not going to fight it, just don't say anything, bro. Just stay yeah. out of the way. Oh. No one was even thinking about yeah, you. You just fought. 
Hey, but dude, the commotion he made when he said he would do it, like, it changed. I think, personally, he was riding the high of beating the guy last week. And I think he got a little too much in his head, and he just went for it. And I think everybody around him was like, bro, what? Hell no. What are you doing? Why? Even if you're confident, this guy has been training, like, for five rounds. Like, this is his moment. You will be the late replacement. You don't want that. They know how much late replacements matter. The Khabib teams, they know the, the, that's how you make it to the top. You get nothing but late replacements. So for Islam to want to be the late replacement, they're like, nah, bro, that's, that's not going to happen. But I do think Islam just was a little too cocky, and he jumped the board or jumped ahead, whatever. And uh, he the went gun. for it, jumped the gun. And they were like, they, they took his phone away. They're like, nah, bro, what are you doing? They're oh, like, yeah. no phone for you tonight. And that's why, you know, it, nothing happened to the next but day. Now, but now it's, he might as well, at this point, he might as well have taken the fight. He pissed Dana, I mean, essentially, he pissed, from what it sounded like, he pissed Dana White off. What, Dana if really was, the, what if really the only one that's suffering here is Benil Darius? What if he was trying to get out of this fight? And he saw it and he was like, fuck! He was like, that they rescheduled the fight. Like, maybe he didn't want it. Maybe he got out. I wouldn't doubt that. I, I wouldn't mean, want to fight Islam. All I'm I know is... They made the boss man mad because I think if Islam didn't say anything and just minded his own business, didn't put yeah. his name in the hat or bluff his name in the hat. Yeah. And I thought about would, why he, that he, would, he, he, he would probably get the next title shot. Yeah. But I thought but, about why that would piss Dana White off. Like, why would Dana White be mad that um, I just feel like it, it would make what? we. And as we as the public know how much Islam talks about these guys, these lightweight fighters, they, these ranked fighters, they don't want to fight me. They don't want to step up. They don't want to fight me. And, and the, role, the, the roles reverse, it's yeah. an opportunity for him to step up as the mm -hmm. top ranked fighter, and he doesn't do it. So all that um, shit he's been talking about these guys not stepping up, but you don't like it. That's why if he would have stepped up against RDA, hey, yeah. bro, you 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 the man, you the man. Yeah, but still, like, why why would it piss? Like, he even like he made it a point that he was almost upset about it. And I my conclusion is that because he knows that they caused so much commotion that anybody else that wasn't Islam was going to be whack, and the public was going to be disappointed. And by Islam starting it off. When it wasn't Islam, it disappointed everybody. This Renato guy would have been a real cool, cool choice if we never would have heard about Islam. But now, because we know Islam could have been a possibility, now Dana White's like, "Fuck, you ruined my co-main event." Now everybody's disappointed. Everybody, we're talking, man. It should have been Islam. It should have been Islam. And Dana or, was like, "Bro, like I was counting on this." Or, also, I mean, that yes, and a part of it being, um, like you said, he went to sleep at night thinking. It's Islam oh, versus it's RDA. Like, and, yeah, so, and so it's like, it's figured out. We got a great co- Because, like, at that point, you have a fantastic co-main event. Like, yeah. and then you wake up like, what the fuck? We went from a fantastic co-main event to a co-main event. Like, like that's yeah. disappointing. That is so disappointing. And it's yeah. just, yeah. You, and he, I mean, like you said, Islam caused all that. He caused all of that. And what if? Or what if this isn't really uh uh what if Dana White's not really mad at Islam because he knows Islam would have done it, but he's more mad at Ali. And he's like, Oh, y'all didn't want him to do it? All right, bet you don't get the title fight yet. You think you or, run the show, Ali? Because Ali be thinking he runs the show, bro. Ali be announcing fights. Like, 
what the like Ali think he runs the show. Like he'd be showing up with bald head and nice suit. And like Dana White's probably like, yo, you don't run the show. I do. And maybe that's why he was like, you get another time. You got you need another fight. Or Dana White is using it as an excuse. So that way, after Oliveira gets through Justin Gaethje, he could schedule Conor McGregor for that title fight. Oh, it never ends, does it? It just never ends. Like, I feel like I'm going to have to hear Conor McGregor for the rest of my life. I mean, mean, if you're Dana White, you scheme in like, haha. Because Benil Dariush, I think he said he won't be able, he's out. He can't train for another six to eight weeks. So what is that? Let's just say two months. They yeah, no. two months. May he yeah. can't start training till May. They're not fighting till I don't. I don't. I think. I don't think. How do I say this? Like I think it would be cool. Conor McGregor, Oliveira, and I think Oliveira would give it to him. Conor McGregor for, versus anybody would be good. But I think Dana White would really want an Islam Conor McGregor title fight. You do that in the Middle East, brother. Let me tell you, that will change the world. Like you get the whole Khabib, like bro, that would that's huge. So that's what Dana White. Okay, needs to okay, get to. but but I really would love to see an Islam versus Charles Oliveira because that's gonna be the ultimate like Khabib versus Oliveira that we yeah never yeah, get, yeah 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 got to no see. I mean it, it has to be there. But Dana White is banking on Islam winning the belt, like ideally winning the belt, or even Conor McGregor knows this would be his best bet. You know. No, look, look. and then that's a way bigger fight than Brazil versus the Irish. Look, look, look. This is what's gonna happen. Mark my words right here, March third. So let's say let's. So we know um, Oliveira Gaethje May seventh. Let's just say Benil Dariush and Islam get booked for. Let's just say at latest July. Oliveira defends his title in May. I don't think this is possible, but let's just kind of say a quick turnaround. Connor is ready by July to fight. Connor versus Oliveira, title fight July, co-main event, Islam versus Benil Dariush. And then let's just say Connor wins the title. Islam wins against Dariush. Now we're having that Middle East showdown because they always do it in the fall time. October-ish, October, November, we get lightweight title fight, Conor McGregor versus Islam Makachev. I planned it out already for you, Dana. It's all good, Holmes. No, I think Gagey beats Oliveira. Once Gagey is the champion, we know that Islam is going to easily beat... uh, Easily be gauging. Why do you want and that? So, We've so, seen this already. Hey, it doesn't matter. Like we, that's what's gonna happen. It doesn't matter that we don't what do you want mean this to happen. happen? Oliveira is not gonna withstand the uh, the gauge leg kicks. So you know, it is what it is. But hold on, hold on, that should happen May seventh. But I think Islam versus Gagey is a for sure Islam win. And at that point, they're already prepping the Connor the Connor stuff. Like at you, that point, Connor McGregor is already in the mix and he's starting have, to come back. Have you seen Oliver fight? You know how he likes to pick up his left leg even when he's not fighting a leg kicker? So how's Justin Gagey supposed to hit that leg if he's always picking it up, kind of like fainting with it? 
Yeah. yeah. We'll talk your about boy, that May 7th, though. Your boy we'll gets rocked every 7th, fight. Though. Your boy gets rocked every he fight. He does. And he then he comes the back every... and submits a boy. Gagey knows how to finish fights. That's the only thing I will give Gagey. He knows oh. how to finish fights. He's he not knows Chandler. How to finish fights. He's not Chandler. What about Poirier? What about your boy, the Diamond? Well, Poirier got <laughs> his back taken. Gagey is not going <laughs> to let that happen. So, man, who that's knows what they all say, bro? Most submissions in UFC history. But that that's we're that's like I said, two see, bro, fans. That's for see, that's for the May the May preview show right see, there. See, this, bro, see how this was ruined? Like we're not even talking about the co-main event, which was what we were supposed to be talking about. It's that well, uneventful. RDA <laughs> versus Moicano, I guess. You know, it is what it is. Hey, hopefully, hey. I mean, the name value might not be there, but it could still be an entertaining fight. I are they still doing it five rounds? I hope they rounds. put. Ah, shit! I wish they yeah. put it down to three. If yeah. it's Islam, cool. five rounds. But since it wasn't Islam, yeah, they I, I mean, RDA has been preparing for it. I mean, I don't, I don't, you know, it is what it is. But so. next fight after that, well, before that, I guess you could say Edson Barbosa versus Bryce Mitchell, Thug Nasty. Thug Nasty, bro. That's Thug gonna nasty. be a good fight. Alejandro texted me, "These fights suck," and I'm like, "Casual." You don't know what the fuck's going Chill on. Hey, well, well, what's your what's your choice on RDA Mancano before we move on? And RDA, I guess. Damn, bro, that's such a. You yeah, know what? RDA, Let's go with Moicano. 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 Uh, he he won I in mean, front of our faces in Houston. I'll go with Moicano six days. Yeah, well, I, I, I didn't get to see him, but I mean, six day nerds versus this guy who's been prepping for a while for a five round event. Like, yeah, RDA has it in the bag. That's. I just want to see. I just want to see a good fight. All right. But yeah, it, it should a, be a good fight though. Barbosa versus Mitchell. Bryce Mitchell. Mitchell, bro. You got Mitchell, Doug Nasty, bro. Dude. Doug, Doug Nasty, Nasty, like striker, wrestler, or grappler. Always going with the grappler, bro. And Thug Nasty, bro, he works out in the fields. Like he he's a cattle rancher, bro. He's as as tough as they come, bro. They ain't taking his guns. I'm going with them, bro, the whole way, taking these guns. I mean, yeah, I want to go with Bryce Mitchell too. That's Thug yeah, Nasty, bro. The camo, like be, you can't beat the camo shirt. It would just be way more fun if he wins. You know, that's probably <laughs> be cool. You know, we'll get a little translating. You know, I hope right. he comes out to one of his songs. His walkout is one of his songs. But um, I would get Steel Vaughn to come out with them. I've always next fight. My boy makes his welterweight <laughs> debut. Holland. The Trailblazer, Kevin Holland versus mm. Alex Cowboy Oliveira. Man, yeah. that's gonna be. Fight of the night, banger. And my wow. boy Kevin Holland's going to knock him out, get that 50K bonus. I'm telling you right now, Kevin Holland knocking a boy cold out, 50K bonus. Let's get it. think about him going up and wait, or going down and wait? Do you think that I, will affect I, him? I, I like it. Um, you like it? Like, like the, the thing was, it's crazy how he had so much success at middleweight where that was like essentially his walk, or, walk around weight. Yeah. You got guys like, Freaking Vittori and Paulo Costa walking like yeah. fighting at middleweight, and then you got Kevin Holland, which props to him for the success he did have at that weight class. But he definitely should be at 170, and I hope he's able to keep if he could do what he did at 185 and just bring it down to a lower weight class, dude, he's gonna be a problem. He's gonna have a lot of success, success because before he was kind of getting guys hitting guys that were much bigger than him yeah if he could keep he... if he could keep that power at 170 yeah. Ooh, yeah. he's gonna be knocking boys out yeah and i it, like you said he was having success at 185 until he encountered the grapplers 
because of his size and because mm-hmm. he also didn't know as much. Now you take the knowledge he's acquired, plus being the bigger guy with the reach, with takedown defense. Like he should, this fight is going to be big. Like if he beats Alex Oliveira, that's a, that's a good step that direction. The one interesting thing that I like about this fight was how Kevin Holland announced the fight. Did you On see about fans. that? On OnlyFans. Very interesting. Uh, he put like a free subscription. He was like, subscribe. I'm going to announce my upcoming fight. And even I was close to making an account because it was a free thing. He was like, you know, I'm going to announce my fight here. That's why I didn't do it because it raises questions. It raises way too many questions. So I was like, I'm just going to wait until it's on Twitter. Um, and so it eventually, of course, was on Twitter. But he made a bunch of followers from it. And eventually, if he decides to monetize that, like, imagine if fighters are allowed to announce their own fights instead of giving them to journalists or giving it to the first, the whoever your favorite journalist is for UFC at the time, Brett Okamoto or whatever, they give them the latest scoop. Give it to the to the fighters. Let them announce some of their fights. Like, be the first thing. And even if they don't do an OnlyFans like him, let them announce it on their, on their social media. Let them do a uh, reveal. Let them do that kind of stuff. I think it'll build them more, no? And I then think, have the UFC retweet it and stuff. I think the main thing with Kevin Holland, though, why he did that, like, since it's OnlyFans, it's uncensored. Like, if you post stuff on Instagram or something, there, you know, there's a chance they're gonna, if you do something they don't like or something. Because Kevin Holland said something about it. He he tried to post some stuff and like Instagram or somebody made him take it off or whatever because he had something in it. So he was just like I'm tired of it. Go to OnlyFans. It's all he could put whatever the hell he wants on OnlyFans without what are you talking about he's trying to put like a dick pic or like he couldn't no, put like, like copyrighted bro, information bro there's just there's just like stuff copyright like, stuff or what yeah like, i guess just like stuff like you know how Derek lewis has his uh he's okay like sometimes i'm pretty sure there's sometimes instagram like you yeah, can't put that because that's like copyright stuff or like two or two uh i mean unless he's put in like uh like uh what do you call it like very uh graphic stuff like somebody getting hurt why, why like do you that. why do you just think graphic like why do you why does your mind because, just go because to it, because if you're something? because if you're saying it's not a lot on instagram then it has to be something foul. like I how mean, trump got banned on twi- twitter because he incited a riot i mean are you really comparing kevin holland to trump i mean your question is like there's stuff that Kevin Holland couldn't post on. Oh, you can't just post anything you want on Instagram. Why that's mad, that's bro? the Why main point. Mad, bro? <laughs> because <laughs> it's just like but he's just making a point. He's saying visual because Instagram is a visual. Thing. That's why he's saying like something. Yeah, like Instagram, Twitter, whatever. All nah, don't be above. changing it now. Don't be changing. Yeah, it no, now. no, no, no. I did no, say I Twitter. I get, you, I get you. No, and I did see him. I did see him uh, that he like he was gonna go full in. Uh, Izzy said the same thing. Like, is he the whole free style bender? Like, that was supposed to be an OnlyFans thing where he was going to make a free style bender account. And, but he was like, nah, it, it was way more complicated. So he went the other way. He was like, nah, YouTube. there was stuff I couldn't do. So he went to YouTube. So I was just like, but I think Kevin, like, for Kevin Hahn, it's definitely, like you said, it can be, uh, I don't know what exactly, like, you would think that he wants, but it's just a way to have, like, a community, like a Discord, like, just a different way to have a community where you can speak directly to them and only them. And only the people that subscribe to you and purposefully have an account for you can see what you're posting. Uh, but it's free. And that was a good way for him to announce the fight. I thought that was great. I think like that's that's changing the game. That's that's different. That's I think, it's, cha- I think it's changing the OnlyFans game in general. Like people think like, oh, it's just to see girls and stuff like that. But really, it's just a space for 
uncensored content. You could literally put whatever you want, like. Yeah, without... but the thing is, there's, there's like Patreon. Patreon is almost like the equivalent. OnlyFans does have a con, like a like Kevin Holland went for. It. Like Derek Lewis wouldn't go to OnlyFans. It was Kevin Holland for a reason. Like I don't know. Like there had to be. I mean, he, I think he's sponsored. I think he's sponsored. Oh, that, that was that was the thing. That was the thing. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. He was getting. I, that's what I my came to the conclusion of. He was getting a lot of money to bring all these people to OnlyFans. So even if his account is free, now all these people have an OnlyFans account. So he has to be making some bread off of OnlyFans. All right. Well, you know, everybody has to make their own bread. Uh, sure. And then, and Greg then Hardy. Uh, no. Yeah. First fight, Greg Hardy versus Sergey Spivak. Yeah. Will Greg Hardy be knocked out and everybody be happy again? Who knows? Heavyweights, you know, big boys, anything. Speaking anything of heavyweights. Speaking of heavyweights. What's your uh, take on the Cain Velasquez thing? It's a sad, sad tale, man. I just, you, I mean, I don't know what you want me to say. I mean, it's are you uh, just let him out? He did what he had to do, or a you know he put people in danger. He needs to face some time. What's your? I don't want him in jail. I don't think he should be in jail. Okay, so you're in like in the other the hey, he did I what just, he had to do. I just wish he would like try to throw hands, bro. I feel like he could throw hands, like, like, he hey, probably would have done. He probably would have done more damage. But if, but, if, but if he was following somebody with the car, like you don't just ram a car into somebody and then walk up to him and be like, hey, hey, let's get out. Like at that point, they're probably gonna start shooting back. Especially, so it was a crazy, um, yeah, that was just weird visuals seeing him like with the, with the in jail and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I just thought. Speaking of heavyweights. That was a good little, bam. Yeah. Um, oh, and the only other thing was, I wonder why they put Umar Nurmagomedov so early in the fights. They could have had that as a prelim or had uh, Khabib going out there and stuff. Are they related? I think they are related. But that was yeah. a good fight. That's the only other fight that seems interesting out of all the prelims. So, uh, But they had it so early. It's under the early prelims, not even under the preliminary card. But yeah, it's an all right card um yeah i'm still excited though i'm, I'm yeah, still it'll be fun. it's gonna be fun but i mean ultimately it comes down to that main card i like the main card it's a good main card for me because you know i'm not a casual like alejandro but because quote unquote these fights suck and also i wanted to bring up a point on here that i was finally able to re-watch that Izzy Whitaker fight since ESPN Plus put it for free. Izzy won that fight, bro. Izzy won that fight. Biased AF, bro. What, I need to like sit down. I needed to watch it like you've never seen either of these guys ever fight. Like, okay, I don't know who this random guy is. I don't so know who do you think won, Caesar? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like you could... Like, you give the rounds to Izzy, but the rounds that weren't for Izzy, you're like, well, it's a toss-up, you know? Like, you don't really... I think one I round you did give round, I gave round four to Whitaker. Yeah, I noticed it was a fair assessment. I'm just messing with you. I just like how defensive you get. And when somebody gets defensive about something, obviously I'm picking at something that's truth, so... I just want to uh, get your thoughts, you, your actual thoughts. No, you're right, you're right. I do think that, like, even... Uh, I haven't rewatched it. I don't know where you watched it. But even that uh, night, I, I, left, I left with the idea that, uh, that uh, Izzy won. Yeah. I didn't like it. I didn't think it was a convincing win. And I think if that win 
was uneventful and nothing to talk about. And he's still going to just be bragging about the Paulo Costa fight. Nothing to talk about here. And that's not a good look for a dominating champion like that. So I will say, um, as far from what I rewatched, it was definitely much different rewatching it. Um, one and two round one rounds, one and two were very eventful, but I felt like after round two, Whitaker, like the right hand went away. He just had the jab and takedown jab, takedown, desperate takedowns. And the thing was, I was just like, I I understood where you're coming from. Your criticism of criticisms of Izzy in that fight. And I guess you can call it biased if you want, but from rounds three on, I felt like Izzy was trying to like bring the fight, but yet be, you know, Izzy smart about it. It's just Rob was just literally he would he wasn't doing anything like like he Izzy even said it. If you want the belt, you got to come take it from me. And Rob didn't Rob didn't do anything to come take it. Like the my favorite round was round two because Whitaker actually came out and was aggressive he was actually they were fighting in that round they were actually fighting and but after that rob was just not doing much yeah but i think he was trying to win the fight the way you win with adesanya is not you rush forward and you throw everything you got because you're gonna get put down like he did in the first round i think the way you fight him is slower you go in you go out you fate you get a takedown you do all this stuff and even if adesanya is like pushing the pace you apparently still gave round four to Whitaker. So him by him pushing the pace, that still did nothing. Like Adesanya apparently pushed the pace, but Whitaker still won the fight. So Adesanya is not a very push forward. He's going to wait to counter. And he also said that. He said the reason why nothing happened was because they were expecting Robert Whitaker to get, you know, rest, like, uh, like get antsy and want to start going forward in the later rounds if they thought he was losing. But he didn't do that. They're like, why isn't he rushing forward if he's about to lose? And so all of it shows that Adesanya was, his style is to counter. Adesanya's not going to start much. He's going to try to counter as much as he can. So if you don't do anything, he can only do so much. Um, okay, well, you didn't rewatch you the, fight, the fight, so, so you wouldn't know. But I'm speaking on um, Izzy. I'm speaking on Izzy. Izzy well, has I'm a speaking on this. I'm speaking on this fight specifically. Why are you so but, defensive about Izzy, bro? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just... Facts it's only. Like, yeah. Facts only. The boy just you like it like from over here, don't you? I see you, boy. Hey, it's okay. Facts only. It's okay. You didn't watch the fight. Look. Okay. Yeah, I'm but just... fact or feelings, he's a counterfighter. You apparently don't think that's a fact. So if you don't think that's a fact, I really don't trust your judgment on who Izzy is. Because that's Izzy. He's a, that's like saying Khabib's not a grappler, bro. Remember, you, remember, you didn't see how he slept, Connor. Remember, he threw a right hand. He's still a grappler, though. Remember when we talked about like what knockout hasn't been to a counter? Remember, you, what, no, I remember you saying, "All right, let's talk about counters." Oliver Chandler was that? I I remember you asking that. I don't know if we were.
Because that's what it does that over and over again to the point where people are scared to move forward. And when people are scared to move forward, like we saw with Joel Romero, like we saw with Anderson, like they're scared because he's so fast. Costa didn't do that. Costa went straight forward. That's why he. But he didn't do anything. Yeah, exactly. Because Izzy is Izzy's the champion for a reason. No matter what you're going to do, Izzy was piecing him up, not countering. It would. Yeah. Anywho, yeah, that, okay. look. Yeah. Look, this fight. I, know, like I, I, said, yeah, I, I don't watched... think you understand what is. Yeah. No. Okay. The, no. I'll, I'll, I'll rewatch it. it. I'll rewatch it. I, but I my it. my my view of Izzy is still kind of the the same idea that that's what he does. Like, if you're gonna fight Izzy, what would you do? You're gonna say, okay, if I was four, he's gonna catch me, so I can't do that. Season you're not gonna say like, all right, er, take earlier, defense. Look, earlier you were saying like, you know. Uh, you said something about Whitaker. You're not gonna go like you're gonna try to do all this stuff, whatever, whatever you were saying earlier. I can't yeah, really yeah. remember. I, I can retell you all, what the, I said. The quote unquote all this stuff you're yeah. talking about. All he, did, all, all he did was jab. Because if he threw down. his right, because when he threw his right hand, apparently you rewatched it. You didn't watch in the first round when he did the double jab in the right. He got countered and he got dropped. He got dropped in the first round. So he was like, book, can't do that anymore. So hey, how do hey, I avoid hey, that? You know, you know, it's funny. He didn't get countered in the first round when he got dropped. Izzy, he went, dropped. So- it, Izzy went southpaw, hit him with a straight right through his guard. But regardless, like, uh, no, no, no. He, knows, he knows he couldn't do that. If he continued to get that, do that, he was going to get countered. Like, you don't, you do the double jab and you come back. You do the, dude, that's how you fight Izzy, bro. And unfortunately, that is the way you beat Izzy is a boring fight because he's much faster than you. You can't be exciting and fight Izzy. And that's what sucks. He's so dominating that at this point, the only way you can fight him is a slow, methodical fight where you throw a jab. You come back before he counters you. Fake a a takedown. You come back. Like, you can't go uh, striking, striking with Izzy because he's faster than you. You So you you have to do all this other stuff. You're trying to take the belt. You got to do, you got to do something. No, no, no. You're trying to win a fight. You're trying to win a fight. You're not trying to take a belt. Once the octagon closes, the belt is not like hanging over them. Like some WWE, whatever. Like at that point, it's just a fight. Whoever wins the fight. If he wins the fight, you have to do more than a jab and take down. Because that's how you have to fight Izzy. If you have to fight Izzy, you have to do a little no, bit more. No, that's just because Rob couldn't figure out what else to do. Because anything he does, Izzy was just better. So maybe what else was he supposed to do? Like, we see this over and over again because obviously at this point, no fighter has been able to figure Izzy out. So that's really good on Izzy. But it's still to the point where you can't just go up there and try to bang with him because he's going to catch you. I'm, you not saying, I'm, I'm not saying yeah. bang with him, but like, dude, Whitaker's... a a excellent fighter you're telling me he couldn't see any holes at all other than let me try a double jab and if that doesn't work i'm just gonna desperately take him down like there has like let I mean, me do you think well we're now coaches you're you could thought something better like obviously everything that was happening they were like he was better it's what valentina shrichenko says she's like yeah you have a plan and you have a game plan but once you get in here you realize that all your game plans don't matter and i'm better than you and but that's what is, Whitaker figured out. But the thing is, round two that I told you, for me personally, was a toss-up. The commentators kept saying round two was definitely Izzy's round. Me, it was a toss-up. But Is that why was, they were a lot of attack on Bisping? Was it that round? I haven't watched, so I don't know his commentary. But I know he got a lot of flack for his commentary. That he oh, was very I, pro-Izzy, I think. So maybe I, that was... I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I didn't, okay, I didn't yeah. hear about that. But I knew they were giving round two, the commentators in general, uh, DC and... Bisping were given round two to Izzy. When I thought to me it was a toss up, 
but that was when that was the most aggressive round that Rob had. Now, how much damage did he actually take? What about round four? What what made you give that round to Whitaker? Uh, I think I told you, uh, that's when Whitaker took Izzy's back and threatened that rear naked choke. And I told you that, like, it didn't last very long, but I felt like it lasted long enough for him threatening that position. And Izzy really didn't do anything else the rest of that round to make me be like, okay, Izzy, you took that round back from him. So it's like Whitaker, Whitaker. Izzy knows he's winning, but Izzy knows he's winning. Why would he go out of his game plan to try to win a round? It's, it's, it's not, it's not even that. It's just the fact that like, uh, that's that round. That was when Izzy was the least aggressive. You could say, um, he, he, from compared to rounds one through three and even five, Izzy was the least aggressive in four. And it just, it, he didn't, he didn't, I guess, you know, him and Whitaker kind of had the same output as far as standing on the feet. So Whitaker got, took the back, threatened a submission to a certain extent. So it's like, you got to give the round to Whitaker, in my opinion. I mean, I ain't no judge. That was really, that was, that was really, you know, I guess I got to, yeah. No, I definitely get that. And it almost feels like every round starts because of the way that I see Izzy fighting. It's like Izzy starts off ahead. And then you got to come forward and punch him. And if you don't punch him, he's going to catch you. And uh, in that one, you know, Whitaker did something. And then Adesanya just didn't catch it back up. But Adesanya was already winning. Why would he go out of his comfort zone if he's already winning the fight? And that's my issue. Like, he just, I'm like, yeah, I'm winning. He's comfortable just winning. Because Izzy also, like, if this was really that is easy for Izzy, why not knock him out then? If Izzy was just cruising I, I think, by, I, he was barely trying. Like I think to a certain extent, it's that Eugene effect a little bit. Because, um, like, we, we, talked, we talked about it. We, we, we talked about on the last episode um, about how he didn't, he said he didn't follow some of his, uh, what was he saying? His uh, instincts. Yeah. He oh, went, cause, man, if cause that, he, yeah, if that's where you're going with, then the same way that you looked at me when I said Masvidal lost because of whatever. Like, she uh, can only, I mean, dude, Izzy does have a lot of excuses, bro. But they're never I mean, excuses like him. It's always like, oh, yeah, you know, I dreamed to be great. Or, oh, I should have trusted my instincts. Oh, I should have done this. But it's never I mean, like, oh, bro, bro, you know, no excuses, no excuses. But, you know, if I would have trusted my instincts, maybe I should have won. I shouldn't have listened to my coach. But, but um, the thing is, he's not trying to apologize for the way he fought. He, no, he's he trying did. to apologize for a way, why it was boring. Why it was that. You think he cares? You yeah. think he cares? Yeah. Yeah, he does. I, I this is, that was the argument that I made last week where they asked him a question unrelated about how boring the fight was. And his question, his answering the question automatically went to justify why it was it boring. And he started talking about, oh, yeah, people say it's boring. And then you mentioned, yeah, you know, well, Izzy is a man of the people. You know, he's aware of the conversations that are going on. And so he does know that people aren't happy with this performance. He knows that the only thing people talk about are the Paula Costa fight. They don't talk about the Vittori. They don't talk about, like, because they were uneventful. They, he does realize that, though. And I do think he's going to make a change in the next one. I do think his game plan going to the next one is to get some type of imp- He can't have another decision. In his personal psyche, I think another decision is going to, like, ugh, I'm not the exciting fighter I thought I was. Because I, I just think it's 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 Eugene because Eugene talked about it with their show like it's gonna be five rounds like five round decision like five zero like we're gonna touch him up and da 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 and I was like sitting there like why Eugene 
And they even said the first first fight, that's how it's supposed to go, but Adesanya went against the thing. Anywho, I let I said that to talk about that Kimura because he did have when he was up against the fence with Rob, he had a Kimura grip to get out. But honestly, I think he he, he probably could have pulled it off because I think Rob wasn't really thinking about, oh, he has a Kimura grip on me to get away from me, but he won't actually try to submit me like with a Kimura. Yeah, regardless, look, I don't really know. I don't know where we're at right now. The The reality is I, I still hold the same facts. I do think he's becoming a board fight. Like, I don't apologize to anything I said last week. What I do apologize for is, though, one thing that changed my perspective was another podcast that I listened to where they were talking about Izzy. And, uh, and then they started looking at his Google trends and all this kind of stuff. And that's when I realized how big Izzy really is. Like, we really are. Oh, yeah, because you, you said you, he wasn't yeah, that big. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. <laughs> so that is the only thing that I take back. But I do feel like he's lo- in, in the Google Trends. Each of his latest fights were going down significantly. So I don't hold that. I do think that matters. But the way he beat Whitaker, the way he was going up until then, then Palacosa, like bro, his his numbers were astronomical. It's just crazy. Even the people speaking were like, compared to mine, compared to I don't think he's that. And they were like, holy crap, that isn't like just massive difference. And a pretty big comedian, you know, just massive difference. So. That did kind of, okay. I started thinking, I'm like, okay, you know, this guy does have a bigger following than, so I'll give him that. But I don't hold, I don't change that. These last fights are not going in the right direction. He does need to make some type of adjustment. So if it's maybe talking to his coach and be like, yo, you got to let me be me a little bit more, be it whatever it is. But, you know, we need that old style better back. And the thing is, I don't think it's completely his fault either. I mean, it's just, I mean, the first two, like I said, the first two rounds of the fight when Whitaker was, you know, figuring shit out and whatnot, it was a good fight. It's just when Whitaker stopped. When he, it's literally on UFC four, he only had the square button and the L two button because he just my, jabbed, my jabbed, question jabbed, is down. why would you go back to that fight and not talk about anything before that, like the Johnny Walker knockout or the Makachev versus Bobby Green, or you decided to go back to Izzy. Of course. So for some reason, we got to go all the way back to Izzy. I, I needed to watch you? the fight, bro. <laughs> no, I feel you. I feel you. But yeah, just two little things have happened. The Johnny Walker knockout, crazy. Like out of a cartoon, like the way he fell back. It was like out of an animation. Hey, Jamal and Hill, then, bro. Yeah. And then uh, Islam yeah, yeah. destroyed Bobby Green like it was nothing. It was just made it look way too easy. That was so, very disappointing. I... Yeah. Hey. But that was it. That's everything that's happened up until now since the last. I time. hate MMA like media and announcers, commentators, especially Chel and giving me hope, giving me reason to actually believe. They do this every time. Some dude comes in late, late replacement, nowhere near the level as they're facing, yeah. and they hype him up. Like, up. They got to talk him up. He has a real chance. Like he actually might be able up. to do it, and they just get smacked up. And if I'm he was like, really, if he was really up there, he would be ranked. But Bobby Green, we love Bobby Green, but he's unranked for a reason. Like, for us to really think he was going to be up against Khabib's uh, prodigy. Oh, come on. Bobby should have stepped up against RDA. Now, that would have been nice to see. What's crazy is, though, when RDA needed a fighter, all these people are available. Where, where was Renato Moicano last week? 
when Islam needed a fighter, huh? Where were all these fighters that are now available to fight RDA? Nobody was available. Tony Ferguson didn't even answer the phone. He just came out and was like, yeah, they asked me, but I didn't answer in time. Like, nobody wanted to fight Islam. But now that RDA is of it, everybody's like, yo, put me in, coach. Put me in. Hey, a little sus. A little sus. Hey, um, we all know why. We all know why, bro. And, and dude, one thing that uh, uh, I know you just said you didn't like Cho Sonnen, but one thing that Cho Sonnen said that did change my life was these fighters that pick and choose fights, that's called a bully. Because at that point, you're trying to fight somebody that you think you can beat. You're not just fighting somebody. You're not I just do like Cho it's, it's, it's either, oh, okay, well, you just, yeah. So it's either you fight everybody or you don't fight. But don't just be about it for like, oh, I think he's unranked. I'll fight him last. Like, if you're about it, if you're available, you should have fought Islam. Hey, like, so that's my only thing on that. You know, Loki, who, who's who's the guy that the lightweight division needs to watch out for? Um, I'm looking up his name right now. Armin Sarukian. Sarukian. Dude, that's a bad man right there. I would If he would have stepped up against RDA, I would have been happy with that, too. But that's a bad man right there. That would have been a good fight, too. But again, it's not co-main event for UFC type of name. He has the performances, and he would he would have made a name like he would have blown up after this because that would have been a good fight. But I think the ones we have now are going to be it'll be all right as long as nothing gets canceled. <laughs> yeah. Um, any other things you got on your to get off your chest? No, no, I'm good. I'm good for now. All right. All right, two fans. You know what the deal is. You know where to find us. At Sliced Apples Pod on Twitter, at Sliced Apple Podcast on the other social medias and YouTube, I believe. If I'm saying that wrong, you should know already. And um, we will see you next time. Deuces.